Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin. Bez is Hashem. Shalom Bayis, Shir number 86. Email address, shalombayis777 at gmail.com. We are going to start talking now about the second love language, love language number two, which is quality time. Uh, we're just going to bring up something in that we talked about in the last two shiurim from this Dr. Chapman in his book. And uh, he talked about a, pat- a particular couple, husband named Mark, wife named Andrea. And Mark's love language was words of affirmation, which after the advice that he gave to each one to give each other these wonderful words, Mark felt like he was, you know, in seventh heaven. He felt very appreciated because that's his love language. While Andrea, while she did feel better and she appreciated the kind words coming from Mark, still felt a certain lack because her primary love language was quality time. And it was lacking because him, because of his busyness, did not spend time with her. And quality time means undivided attention. That doesn't mean, you know, in the secular world, you know, you watch t- television together. Or even in uh, our Ruchniistika world, that even that you say tell him together, which is a wonderful thing. And uh, it should be done. It's a beautiful, powerful thing. But it's not just doing one thing separate together, uh, you know, separately uh, being on the couch together. Um, it's, or if it's a walk, it's just the two of you. If it's going out to eat the out, it's, it's not l- being distracted, but focusing on each other. And quality time is very, very precious because time is one of the greatest gifts in the world. And the greatest matana you could give to a person is giving them time. And if your husband or your wife's primary love language is quality time, they just want you. They want to be with you. They want to spend time with you. And you see, it's sort of sad, you know, and he brings this and it's true. When people are dating, they look at each other and they talk. When they're married, they sit and they look around in the restaurant, you know, what's going on there or, you know, they don't focus on each other and that has to change. And you should know when you're giving 20 minutes of your undivided attention to your wife and your wife to you, you're spending 20 minutes of precious life with something that's really, really meant to be. You're giving your lives to each other. That's an emotional connection. And in the case of Andrea and Mark, so again, he had to do some more work with Mark to get him to spend that quality time. That was her language. No matter how many positive words he said to Andrea that wouldn't fill up fully and she would still feel lacking and she would still not feel that happy. And um, Dr. Chapman, this was early in his career, he called them back together and he said, um, I, I made a mistake. I, I, I gave you good advice, but my advice only worked halfway. And I know why it didn't work. Uh, it's, I suggested the wrong love language. He told Mark this. Mark, I made a mistake uh, when I gave you advice. With Andrea, I gave her the advice. That was perfect. Uh, but with you, Mark, I didn't give you the right advice. I suggested the lo- wrong love language. Not, again, not wrong in the sense that it was wrong to say those words of affirmation. That That's a must. But it was still not filling the main need of what she really wanted and needed. Now, Mark didn't understand what he was talking about. 
And what Dr. Chapman had to explain to him that it could be one person feels loved emotionally a certain way is not the same way another person feels emotional, loved emotionally. So, Mark, we both agree, your language is love is is af- words of affirmation, and he remembered even Mark as a kid, as a boy, as a young boy, how he felt appreciated when words, kind words, were said to him, and certainly after marriage when his wife did that. But what Dr. Chapman tried to explain to Mark was that Andrea's language was not primarily words of affirmation, but quality time, to spend time and give your undivided attention to her. And not while you're watching sports or reading texts of, uh, you know, or looking, you know, at your computer, but to look straight at her, give her full attention and doing something that she enjoys, do, enjoys doing. Like, for example, she happened to enjoy to go to symphonies, musical symphonies. Quality time means you take her to those symphonies. So Mark says, you know, this is what she's, you're right, that's what Angie's complaining, but what am I going to do about it? My job is so demanding. So he gave a whole history of his career, and Dr. Chapman told him, I understand everything you're saying, but you have to make a hard choice here. Do you want to be alone, or do you want to be there with Andrea and your children? What's your goal in life? And Mark said, of course, I want to be, I want her to enjoy this with me. That's why I get so upset when she's so negative about it, uh, when when I, I, I do want to be with her, and, and I, everything I do is for her. And um, Dr. Chapman says, you have to understand now why she's being so negative. Because bottom line is, is her love language is quality time. And you're not giving her that. So she doesn't feel secure in your love for her. And that's why she lashes out sometimes when you take too much time with your work. And it's not that she hates your job. And this is a very important thing to remember. Because very often it's misunderstood. Andrea does not hate Mark's job. She just hates the fact that very little time is left for her. So what do, what do I do? So basically they came up with a list of things that he had to push himself to start doing that even though he has a, such a hectic schedule at work, he'll still do this. So here's some of the suggestions. And again, all of you listening, everyone knows your own matzif and you figure out ways to do this, how to spend more quality time with your husband or wife. So in his list, it was spending a weekend in the mountains away, sometimes with the kids, sometimes just the two of them without the kids. Or if he, let's say he worked in uh, Manhattan, he should, she should go there and for a lunch, a nice hour and a half break, meet her at lunch and take a nice restaurant and, uh, and just the two of them have lunch together. Or when he comes home at night, sit down, talk with her, talk with her before he runs to the television or an hour Ruchni Sticker World before he uh, goes to his Seder or starts learning something. Sit down and talk with her. Spend time talking with the children about their school experience. Spend time even playing games with the children. Small games. Go to a picnic with her on the days off, you know. Uh, with us, it's Shabbos. And with, with, with them, it's Saturday and Sunday, whatever it is. And, 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 and go to picnics, spend some family time. Take a vacation once a year. They could afford it, so do it. 
and Toika walks with her and take her to that symphony that she enjoys uh, going with her uh, to the symphony. So he wrote his whole list down, and Dr. Chapman tells Mark, uh, you know what I'm going to suggest. <laughs> he says, yeah, you're going to tell me to do them. He says, that's right, you have to do them. There's no shortcut. One a week for the next two months, you you make the time. You're a smart man. I know you have a hectic job, but you'll figure out a way to carve out that time to put Andrea, your wife, and your children to a to, to large level in your time, in your real time, spending time with them. And um, he basically said that he kept track with them. They had ups and downs in marriage like everyone does, but they did it all together. And they hit a point where their children already left. They got married, they left, and uh, they're enjoying each other immensely because, again, what happened was that Mark was totally not into symphonies, but she, he took Andrea you know, very often to symphonies because she enjoyed it, and she enjoyed being together with him watching the symphony, and he began to enjoy symphonies. And Andrea makes these longer, long lists uh, of, of, of things he appreci- she appreciates about Mark. So she's feeding his main love language of um, words of affirmation and just writing them down and then just telling him this. And he loves it and he appreciates it. He feels filled by it. He's never tired of hearing them. And he, on in turn, makes it his business to spend a lot of quality time with her. So again, so here is an example, and uh, it's, he does this really wonderfully, the way he goes through this, of a couple that had two different love languages, one being words of affirmation, that was Mark, one being quality time, that was Andrea, and realizing, not realizing in the beginning and early of his career, you know, giving the same advice for the both, and then realizing it has to be tweaked. And... um Again, I'm going to go back and again before we go to the next sheer on quality time. We're going to end off with the story over here with these this particular couple. But you need to know again that all five languages are necessary and are important and feed the marriage. But nevertheless, there's an akuda ikris, a main akuda of knowing that tchunas anefesh of your husband and wife and what their main love language is and you feed it, and you give it to them. So, for example, with Andrea, she enjoyed her kind, the kind words said to her, but that didn't fully satisfy her. But she knew that that's what satisfied Mark. So she made sure to write the list, and to say, and, and then to say all these wonderful words to him, and encouraging words to him, even though that's not something that she feels filled by when it's, she's the receiving end of it as much as Mark does, but she did it because it was his love language. And then Mark, in turn, finally learned that just because I love encouraging words, and yes, I should give my wife encouraging words, that goes without saying, but that alone doesn't fill her up like fills me up. By me, I live and die with those words. I need those encouraging words. My wife appreciates them, and is encouraged by them, but that's not her main language. And I have to speak her language. And that took giving of his time, which was not natural for him, because it wasn't his love language quality time, so he didn't really get it. 
but he understood now, and he used that and forced himself into doing that and giving that quality time, and ultimately their relationship got enriched by it. We will continue Be'ezus Hashem in the next year.